The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. to know the score i'm your host don delorente and we're here to talk about our most recent race from nascar at martinsville the noco 400 so thank you once again for tuning in to know the score you can find us on the web at cspn.us you can also find us on soundcloud sound uh, soundcloud stitcher radio itunes all you have to do is just search for kts bot so coming in to this week at Martinsville, the biggest news item of the week is the return of Chase Elliott to the number nine car. He missed six weeks uh, after the California race with a broken leg. So Chase is back at one of his better tracks, Martinsville, but a very taxing track because you have to use both your legs for the gassing and the braking. So. Uh, very curious uh, place for him to come back but I guess if he's cleared and medically, physically ready to go, uh, there's no need to, to hide him or hold him out so good to see Chase back and uh, see how fast he can pick things up and uh, get going back towards the front the way he was running uh, before he got injured Ryan Priest he was very impressive, and so was Stuart Haas Racing as Ryan Priest takes the pole. Stuart Haas Racing was well represented in the top 10 and the starting grid as well. So, looks like they came with their A game here to Martinsville this week. Stuart Haas trying to show that they've got some performance after a kind of ho hum start so far to the season. In stage one, Ryan Priest is the fastest car. He leads all the laps en route to winning the first stage and putting several drivers a lap down. Uh, out front, clean air. Um, he was really, really, really fast. Uh, Ryan Blaney, he made the biggest move in stage one, going from 31st to 13th. Uh, one of the few people who was able to get in the back, work his way through traffic, and kind of work his way up through the field, and not necessarily uh, at, at some point get stuck where he was running, but he would only get so far around 10th to about 13th, and then that would be as far as he could get. Uh, throughout the day but our stage one top 10 we have ryan priest winning the stage eric amarola in second tyler reddick in third daniel suarez fourth chase briscoe fifth kevin harvick sixth bubba wallace seventh denny hamlin eighth kyle larson ninth and william byron in tenth stage two priest maintains the lead during the stage break caution and is pulling away again until harrison burton spins and we get our first caution for accident during the pit stop ryan ryan priest appears to win a three wide race off of pit road to maintain the lead that's until we hear that bubba wallace martin truex and Ryan Priest were all caught speeding on pit road and had to restart in the rear. 
And that was basically the end of the day for Ryan Priest. Uh, he got Mart back in the back, and him, Truex, and Bubba just could not make up any spots as far as just on speed and passing people. Um, once you lost your track position in this particular race, uh, you pretty much were done. You were going to run about two or three spots uh, up or back from where you started. Ross Chastain and Suarez, they decided to stay out during the pit stop, and they would start on the front row with Ross Chastain holding the lead. Ross Chastain was about to get a, go down a lap at the end of the first stage, so he took a gamble uh, to get himself some track position, and uh, it worked out for him because Kevin Harvick passed him with 20 with less than 20 laps to go in the stage, followed by Briscoe and Hamlin. Kevin Harvick went on to win stage two. So stage two's top 10 looks like this. Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Brad Keselowski, Ross Chastain, Todd Gilliland, Daniel Suarez, Eric Alamarola, and Kyle Larson. Um, Ross Chastain with the no tire call to get out in the front. Uh, he led probably about 25 laps before Kevin Harvick was able to pass him. So that showed everybody that the tire fall off wasn't that great. And that if you could get your car into some kind of clean air or up near the front, you could maintain you know, your running position for quite a while. So that strategy would definitely play into the end of the race in stage three In stage three, Chase Briscoe wins the race off of pit road to take the lead um, in stage three. Hamlin passes Harvick and Briscoe to take over the lead, though. Anthony Alfredo, he loses a wheel during the completion of his green flag pit stop. So that bunches up things, causes some guys were pitting, some guys were trying to stay out to catch the caution. Two people who were who benefited from that, Joey Logano and Bubba Wallace, uh, they stayed out. They caught the caution, so they improved their running position greatly. Suarez wins the race off pit road, followed by Logano, Harvick, and Bubba Wallace. Kyle Larson and Briscoe, they didn't pit, and they lead the field back to green. So we get a caution with 56 laps to go when J.J. Gailey hit the wall on the front stretch. And this is when Logano and Amarola decide to stay out under caution. Larson takes two tires and he gets in front of Chase Briscoe on pit road. Then Larson runs down Logano to take the lead and eventually get the win at Martinsville for Hendrick Motorsports. So our top 10 looks like this. Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Chase Briscoe, Arca Marola, Ryan Blaney, Ricky Stenhouse, Bubba Wallace, and Chase Elliott. Uh, this was a pit strategy, um, do something different than the leaders type of race. Uh, Kyle Larson took a gamble with two tires uh, to get his track position to where he could make a move to get the lead from Joey Logano. Uh, other than that, he was probably going to be about seventh or eighth in his day. Uh, same thing goes for Martin Truex Jr. Uh, he was back there with Bubba for most of the day. Him, Ryan Priest, and Bubba got that speed and penalty. They were back in the teens uh, up until that last uh, strategy call. Martin Truex Jr. was able to get some track position and actually pass uh, quite a few cars on his way to finishing third. Um, 
it was just a, a, a day that was all about uh, where you were running. And if you were near the front, then you had a good chance to maybe pass two or three people and get the lead. If you're in the back, you were probably going to pass through two or three people and then get passed by two or three people and pretty much run in the same place that you started. Um, they definitely have not fixed the short track package when it comes to Martinsville. Um, people are speculating that the ability to downshift the car and use the car to make the corner and power out of the corner if you make a mistake uh, makes it harder for guys to pass um, the tires not falling off and making the cars harder to drive slipping in and out of the groove is making it harder for guys to pass the cars being as durable as they are that can take such a beating and pounding so there's not a lot of consequence to roughing people up makes it a little harder to pass as well there's a lot of talk and speculation about what they need to do to make this package work um, a lot better at the short tracks. Um, it's probably going to be about a year and a half before they can really do anything because of the way that this car is set up they want to try to keep the cost down and they don't want to have to have these teams go and make all these drastic changes to buy these bigger horsepower motors if they're going to do that for the short tracks or if they're going to downsize the size of the tire they have to get teams have to go out and get new you know aluminum wheels to set those tires on so there's a lot of cost involved if they go changing a lot of the mechanical things to make these race cars race better on the tracks that are the showcase tracks for NASCAR. Um, it just seems like right now with a full year under the belt and the teams being able to understand what the car can and cannot do, that right now um, these things are just too grippy and they don't pose a lot of a challenge a lot of weeks for the guys to drive um, maybe once we get into the warmer months where the tracks are naturally less grippy just because of the heat of the sun being on them uh, maybe things will change but here in the spring and in uh, months where the air temperature is a lot cooler a lot less humidity uh, these cars seem to have a lot of grip and don't really seem to race as well uh, just due to there's not a lot of fall off there's not a lot of comers and goers you pretty much are gonna run where you at if you hit the setup and you can take off and get in the front then you're gonna take off and get in front and stay in front until a caution happens or somebody does a strategy move or you get caught speeding to put yourself in the back and then once you get put in the back you're pretty much stuck in the back until you decide to you know do something different to get yourself some track position so there's a lot to be desired uh, when it comes to the car right now and how they're racing it on the short tracks and and on the super speedways uh, Talladega is our next race there's been a lot of uh, consternation about not being able to get a third lane going with these cars uh, just because of the way that the bodies are and the arrow you don't get the side draft as much as uh, it used to be on the old car so that's kind of hindered a lot of the excitement when it comes to the restrictor plate racing as well so 
the next gen car in year two is definitely seeing a lot of struggles um, when it comes to just how the races are as far as entertaining and performance but maybe like i said as the summer months go on tracks get hotter temperatures rise less grip just naturally from the heating of the day uh, maybe we'll see some different racing and some more entertaining racing to be honest this race at martinsville really wasn't that entertaining not a lot of cautions not much uh on track passing uh for the lead so there's a bunch of just follow the leader and uh that's definitely not good for the ratings and uh, the perception of nascar Next week, we are headed to Talladega, the world's fastest super speedway. So your restrictor plate racers uh, will be your favorites. Um, Bubba Wallace, Denny Hamlin, Joe Logano, Rick Stenhouse Jr., um, William Byron, uh, Christopher Bell should be up in there in the mix. Um, Ryan Blaney is going to be a factor as well but a guy that i would be looking out for is a guy like justin haley a guy like aj Almendinger. uh ross chastain is another guy who's won here at talladega talladega is the race where the unlikely winner is likely to be uh, had so some of those guys a little bit farther down your michael mcdowell's um some of your guys who your eric jones is your guys like that who are pretty consistent restrictor plate racers. And if they can stay patient, stay in the back, Mr. X, uh, you could have an upset winner this week. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, the un the uh, unknown factor is going to be very great here at Talladega coming up this weekend. Looking forward to it. So thank you for listening to my NASCAR review of the Martinsville 400 from this past weekend. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and now you know the score.